We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast sponsored by WeBet. I'm Clint here with Todd Zola of Rotowire.com and Masters Ball. Todd, good to be back with you this week. I want to thank Jason Collette for stepping in last week. Saw a little bit of that. Looks like Jason's rocking the uh, standing desk nowadays, so that's good. But I uh, appreciated him stepping in. And how have you been since we last talked? Doing well. You heard the music to begin the pod, which means that Clay's running it, not me, because I don't know how to do that stuff. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're lucky we got. Yeah, last week was kind of fun because a couple of couple of guys sitting around that had nothing to do. So we uh, we ran a little long last week, folks. We uh, Clay and I'll get you out of here within the standard hour, but it was fun. <laughs> um, it was good to talk to Jason. He's a frequent guest in a lot of our audio, and we hadn't talked to him for a little while. He's starting up a new job, or this is the first week of his new job. So we got him at the right time. Oh, great! Uh, That's awesome. His, his last day before starting a. A new a new job. Hard to believe he has time to do a real job with all he does in the business. So anyway, fantasy. Yeah, that's true. That's that's wild. Yeah, Jason. You know, every Saturday he'd help us out when we were on XM doing baseball. They've made the switch to football now, but Jason was a big help every single Saturday, carving out time for us. But we, we still get to do the the network, though, right? Yeah, you and I back on. MLB Network Radio. So I want to thank Jeff Erickson there, too, for stepping in last week. Took a little mini vacation, drove up to Minneapolis, saw a good buddy of mine. Well, we, we're we not so sure. Um, it's, it's, we don't believe in coincidences. How come the day you decided to go away, Wander Franco was promoted <laughs> to the majors? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I uh, uh, to What, what you been... had a picture? Did you have what, – what did you – I mean – you must have known some, and then and then, I think like a couple hours later, TJ Antone was uh, taken off the IL. Mm, yeah, that was so a couple. You were, you were busy. You were busy. <laughs> Antone back on the IL now. Unfortunately, yeah, Franco yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of uh, your favorite term, scuffling. No, he's kind of struggling since uh, that hot start. And yes, I mean you mentioned Antone. That kind of segues into the top. Uh, Stake league pickup of the week. Amir Garrett, I couldn't pull myself to do it, uh, just given how bad he's been. He's been a little better lately, but he was the top pickup in the stake league at nine bucks. He's got five saves now. Of course, Sims on the IL with Antone, but uh, I guess this just speaks to the need for saves and the lack of a lot of turnover in, in the yeah. majors right now. I grabbed him over the weekend in a couple of NFBC leagues. Leagues now, I may have missed it if it was a, a, a double header. I don't think so. Didn't he come in like in the sixth inning, Garrett, yesterday, the day before? I think so. Yeah, they, yeah, so so much for that. matchups like crazy. And I yeah. mean, Garrett's just been brutal most of the year, so uh, home last, runs galore. And mm. yeah, his last two are a third of an inning and two thirds of an inning on the 29th and the first. So since I acquired him. He pitched a total of one inning, two Ks, a walk, and no saves. So uh, good, good for you, Zola. Just the, uh, it's a it's a microcosm of my season. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. It's tough finding for you know trolling for saves right now. Cole Solser, yeah, was the uh, number two pickup. He got a save last night. It was actually the same price as Garrett, nine bucks. I believe Solser got a save last night. 
uh, Wednesday. Bal- maybe. Baltimore owns the Astros. That's so weird. <laughs> Isn't it? You know how they do in football? With it, with it, it sometimes college football too, where they do that transitive property thing. So and so beats so and so beats so and so beats so and so. So therefore, so and so is the best team in the league, even though they have the worst record. You yeah. could do that in baseball and use uh, Baltimore beating Houston and Houston beating the Red Sox and the Red Sox beating the Yankees and the Yankees beating whoever they beat. It's uh, it's it's wild. How was it two weeks ago? Boston couldn't do anything against Houston. They, they Houston looked fantastic. This fast forward two weeks and they get swept by the Orioles of all teams. Amazing! It's baseball. That's baseball. That's the beauty of it. You just never yeah. know what's going to happen. Uh, behind those two closers, or at least half closers, maybe uh, Luis Patino. James grabbed him for Tampa Bay. I, James, I didn't actually was I didn't dive into the pickups last week. I just kind of set my lineup. Yeah, but apparently James stashed Shane Boz, so he's going heavy on the. Uh, Tampa Bay young arms there. With yeah, there, was, uh, there was a, you know, I don't know if it was a room, not so much a rumor, but Baz became, it just, there was a couple of openings there. And I think the people, uh, he was kind of an early stash and Baz, maybe he was accelerated to the next level. There was some news uh, with, with Shane Baz in there. And it, it, he kind of, even in a couple of other, excuse me, a couple of other places, I saw some, uh, I saw some news. So he dazzled in his third AAA start. So it, it's not so much he got accelerated because he, uh, he got accelerated. He's been three games. He's just crushing it in AAA. Mm-hmm. Is he 22? But this is the raise, right? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, all due respect to James knows what he's doing, but it's still the raise. So even if he comes up, is it, you know, three innings? Is it, you know, what's he going to do? Yeah, when they brought up the other Shane, Shane McClanahan, he was kind of on a short hook early on, you know, he was four, maybe five early, eventually got to five, but yeah, you just don't know. And I guess he just needed some healthy arms. We'll see. But um, yeah. I mean, Boz, Boz is exciting. You want that. And, you know, yeah. it, I'm sure people remember at this point, but if they don't, where did he come from or what trade wasn't, this was the Chris Archer deal. This is the, the, the third piece. Yeah. Uh, with, with glass now in meadows, and then he, I, man, to say he can, turns out to be the best is a little bit of a hyperbole, but you know he's uh, he's darn good. Yeah, the trade just looks worse and worse, oh. especially if Boz ends up being a stud. And if and if Archer comes back and helps the Rays this year, oh yeah, that's right, he's with the Rays again. Uh, yeah, that's just a brutal trade. Kyle Muller was picked up. He, yeah. he got his first big league win last weekend. Uh, beat beat the Reddies, struck out nine. Um, don't hate it. He looks yeah, good. six dollar pickup. I don't hate it. Don't and hate he it. he looks all right. Um, yeah. Did all right. You know the minor leagues. All right, you don't like the one five one whip. Uh, gave up a lot of hits, but doesn't give up. Well, I guess he he was giving up homers at AAA. Didn't give him up a double A. Uh, I do like this arm. He wasn't Muller. Wasn't as high ranked as. Some of the other, I mean, Atlanta's just what they've run through what ten pitchers in the last three years, hoping that one or two of them stick, and they have. Uh, unfortunately, one of them with Soroka is going to be even longer before he gets back. Knock on wood that he does. But um, Muller is somebody I, I I think I don't remember he has two starts, but he's someone I'm interested in picking up. Yeah, same. I will look maybe to add him. Uh, Guillermo Heredia was added. Ryan O'Hearn. And then Eric Lauer, he's beaten, yeah, it's the Rockies past couple games. But one of those was at Coors, and the other one, you know, shut out on only two hits over six innings. So uh, Eric Lauer is getting some love on Twitter, I've seen. And there's only a $2 ad here, which he was a ton of Brewers fans in this league, a little surprised by, a little surprised he didn't go for more. But, uh, you know, I'll probably have him on a waterfall behind Muller this week. Yeah. Well, the Brew, as you know, you're not the. I mean, you're in the same city. You don't. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily a fan, but I'm sure you feel people talking about it. The Brewers are one of those roles where everything's going right. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's just. It's just everything seems to be falling into place. Um. Good for them, I guess. You know. I mean, I, I'm a fan of of some of their players. I've got some friends that are fans, so I do kind of follow the the Brewers. Everybody knows I'm a Colton Wong. Stan and I just uh he's hurt again, unfortunately. 
But um, yeah, it sounds like maybe an IL situation again. An- another, yeah, and I, I tweeted out this week. I don't think anybody's going to face this Brewers club in the playoffs. You know, yeah, even Keston here is hitting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, geez. you got you got you got three guys at the front of the rotation that can match up against anybody with with Woodruff, Peralta, and Burns. Burns is a high spin guy. He certainly uh, he certainly didn't look like he was hurting last night. Well. Having said that, he did leave the game with a sore knee. It was like after seven or eight innings. Uh, that doesn't lessen the fact that his knee was hurt, but he did get deep into the game. Uh, but, yeah, that's the team that I don't think anybody's going to want to mess with. And they could go out and, and get another bat, too, and we'll see what they need. The, the rumors of Trevor's story, uh, they, they could go out and get another bat. But the point, I mean, Willie Damas and Luis Arias have really crushed it from the left side since that trade. Yeah, not a lot else exciting here on the waiver wire from last night. Uh, David Dahl, Jay Happ, uh, Lamont Wade was picked up, Mike Fultonevich, Paulo Espino, even some names that I don't even know. These guys are digging deep here trying to uh, – Any Jared Max, Olivo? Max Kranick? Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. Uh, any Jared Oliva? No, not uh, picked up. Maybe he's still rostered, though. Let me see. He Is was, he crushing um, it? No, well, he's not. He was, he was um, called up. If I, he he was he's my NL okay. version of Edward Elaveras, who I picked up all over the place in the spring for cheap speed. Now Oliva got hurt. He may have had a chance to actually play for Pittsburgh, who was cycling through, um, you know, quad A center fielders until they settled on Brian Reynolds. But um, Oliva is, is is he's probably not going to play much, but he was he was called up uh, finally. So he's somebody in deeper leagues to speculate on for speed. Not mixed, though. He's not a mixed league. Not right now, anyway. The other guy here, Gavin Sheets. I guess the, the White yeah. Sox have five outfielders on the IL, so yeah, maybe Gavin Sheets plays a little bit. He uh, had a home run in Wednesday's win, so yep. already uh, doing a little something. Uh, Jose Suarez, Logan Webbs, Anderson Simmons, Josh. Suarez Rick, so. is interesting. Yeah, Jose Suarez, I could see that. I, I still am holding out. For Patrick Sandoval to be kind of like a needle mover for me in a few leagues, but um, could happen. Yeah, he's he's just been okay. The Thank openings you. there. We, we, do we, yeah. do we make? Do we sink to that level and make the Dylan Bundy joke? So we just leave it alone. I actually just benched him in the stake league, Dylan Bundy, because he's get got Boston next, I think. And oh, Bundy's in the re- Bundy's in relief now. Oh, is he? In re- <laughs> I didn't even. Oh, then, been out of you, the loop. I, so you're not even aware of what I'm referring to. No, what are you maybe you are. Um, right on middle of the game, he kind of turned oh, around. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, see. yeah. He uh, <laughs> he blew the lead, as it were. <laughs> yeah, I see in the recap, Bundy vomited on the mound. Everybody did actually see the clip. Yeah, right? they've been regurgitating the same jokes. It's uh, it just makes <laughs> me want to throw up. That's brutal. Anything else uh, on your mind before we get into the two-star pitchers? For Edward Oliveris is back. Um, oh, yeah. is he? So, and Oliveris. Yeah. Um, who got hurt? Uh, bah, 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 bah. Why don't I remember this? Uh, they well, they I, uh, Dominguez. They, they got rid of Dominguez, um, hmm. which means uh, Hunter Dozier could play more third base, which may open up some outfield run for Oliveris. Um, we'll find we'll, – we'll see. There, there was somebody that got hurt. I'll remember the name. But we go into the two-start pitching, and it, it'll come to me. It's not a big deal. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i down to get into it. July 5th already. The break is looming. Whew. Of course, we have to throw out the usual caveat that these are subject to change. Are you going to say we're, something? We're at the halfway pole. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, the guy that got hurt, yeah. Emmanuel Rivera is the okay. – he's playing third base – went on the IL, uh, so that that could clear more space for Hunter Dozier, who was playing the outfield. So until Ben Attendee's ready to come back, Edward Oliveris could get a little run. This is you know this is not a this is not a, an old podcast; it's a new one. Edward Oliveris could get a little bit of playing time. I know you've been holding out hope, but really the minor league numbers are exciting, and I'm, I'm with I've, you. You know what? I've trashed him in a lot of places just because I couldn't I couldn't wait anymore. Couldn't afford to stash them any longer. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Well, this should uh, – we'll be doing our usual thing here. And I know you uh, – I, I track these in my own Google Doc, but you set up a publicly available Google Sheet, did you not? 
um, for these yeah. two-star grades? Yeah. Yeah. No, um, so that's I, nice of you. I know we people can, were asking about, you know, having them available. I used to put them in the show notes, but now the new hosting site doesn't have that kind of big space for them. So I wanted to find a solution, but I thank you for finding that solution for us, Todd. Uh, if you want to use it, if you want to dump them in, um, we'll tag it along when we when we send out the the uh, show. We'll, we'll we'll tag it along, and after a while, it, it, we'll probably keep the URL the same, so you guys will don't have to look it up each time. It'll be the same. Absolutely. Well, before we get to the two star picture grades, let's throw to a quick word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're now back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with Todd Zola. This podcast is sponsored by WinBet. We'll be going through grading all of next week's two-star pitchers on a zero to five scale. Um, these are subject to change. I just wanted to mention that again and check out Todd's weekly pitcher rankings closer to lineup lock for maybe a better idea where guys stand in his opinion. And, uh, yeah, we can get right into this. I'm going to maybe have to step away just for a second to plug in my laptop here. Uh, but Riley Smith, Todd, uh, what can you tell us about him versus Colorado at the Dodgers? Any interest whatsoever? Just yet. Yeah, no, no. Uh, no. Don't, don't confuse him with Caleb Smith, who will have marginal interest in. One's a, you know, decent righty, and the other – I'm sorry, one's, Caleb's not – no, two starts. Let's just jump to the just jump to the uh, point, Zola. No, no interest. Co Colorado and Dodgers not interested. So Max Fried is at Pitt at Miami. If you don't mind, Todd, I'm going to throw to you and then for, you know, step away for two minutes as I plug my laptop in. Sorry to do this. To you. It's all it's all good, Max Fried. Uh, Max Fried, I have him in the borderline one range, primarily because he's got at Pittsburgh and at Miami. You lose a little bit of points when you're on the road. Just there's inherently better skills at home. And actually, I need to check on that because that was that was lessening with umpiring uh, being uh, more even. I have to check to see if that's or how much of the home field advantage one still gets. But at Pittsburgh and at Miami, two incredibly weak offenses and two very very good pitchers park. So Freed is uh, he's taken, but he's you're going to get a couple good week, a couple good starts from free. Nice. Appreciate that, Todd. I uh, didn't want to just cut out on you. Just leave you <laughs> well, but, uh, that's it. Liz almost did that on the radio one time when, uh, <laughs> uh, is when his, uh, he was getting his, his puppy delivered from the, from the, 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 the dog watcher. We found out this has a soft spot. It's with, it's yeah, with it does. yeah, we, we, you know, we, like, we found that out, but yeah, it reminded me of what Hoosiers, when uh when the coach got thrown out and left the uh, left the assistant there to uh, let Dennis Hopper to do the job, that's what Clay just 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 did for me. 
Absolutely. So free <laughs> probably a five. Oh yeah. 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 I, I said one, but I meant five. I, I was backwards in my head. It's a five. Yeah, those matchups, they don't really get oh. any better. Uh Harvey, I don't see any way you could start him anywhere, Matt Harvey. Probably a zero. I don't know why Baltimore's continuing to start him, but they yeah. are. Yeah. It's a chew up innings, I guess. But yeah. That versus Toronto versus White Sox, that could nah. be pretty ugly. Yeah. Martin Perez, what do you think of him lately? He's got a at the Angels versus Philadelphia 404 ERA. How's he looked lately? He just throws strikes and sometimes they hit the ball and sometimes they don't. As opposed to, you know, we can go on it forever about uh, Richards and, and Pavetta with narratives, especially Richards. But um, I don't know if you, you caught that. I'm if you were away. He literally invented two pitches in the middle of a game. How he, uh, he, he, you know, he's not spinning the ball. He, he's mm -hmm. come out and said he's been using the the suntan lotion and the rosin for the past nine years, and he couldn't do that. Um, he started throwing a 70 mile an hour curveball and a uh, a changeup that was being registered as a two seamer. Then I've never seen this. The middle of the game, they changed all their designations. Oh, uh, weird! It was yeah, it was kind of because I was I was I was tracking it, and uh, he was anyway. We're talking about Perez, I'm giving him a one. Uh, Boston has a chance to win both games, so just because of that, I know you don't chase wins um, unless you're in a head-to-head -head league and you need to chase wins or towards the end of the season. But you know, at LA versus Philly, they're both winnable games. Well, you know. So I'm, I'm going to give him a one, but I'm not expecting a ton. Yeah, I'm a little surprised you didn't didn't go a little higher, just given he's got a respectable ERA and the, the underlying seem metrics. Okay, are, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, I might, I may be shortchanging with innings, and if I give him a little, a few more innings, maybe he, he goes up. But I have, I mean, he's ranked in the ninety to one hundred range right now, so um, I got you. I got him as a two, but I got you down as a one. It, it could come out as a two when I actually do that when I rerun the rankings, but that's where he is. I mean, he's not an automatic start, but you don't you don't just dismiss it either. Yeah, I may uh, reluctantly kind of have to begrudgingly, I guess, add him to a few lists this weekend. Zach Davies and Jake Arietta. Davies has been uh, you know, chipping away at that ERA. Uh, Arietta's seems like a mess. All right. Yeah, I am. Uh, I thought I I had the phone ringing in the other room, so I thought I would avoid this sort of thing. But I hit the oh, wrong button. Just I had to check who it was. Make sure it wasn't my landlord. Hit the wrong button, and you you're hearing the spam. All right, we were well, talking about Davies. Mm -hmm. I'll probably give uh, him myself uh, versus Philly versus St. Louis. I think I'm going to give him a three. As kind of like setting him as like the uh, the baseline, like above or below. Zach Davies this next week. I'm going to go. I think he's below average. I'm going to go with a with a two. Um, I know they're both at home, uh, but I'm going to go. I, I actually have him ranked in the one range, but I'm going to give him a two. Um, Arietta. I don't. I can't think of. I can't think of a reason why I'd start him unless I was in one of those oh, hacking mass leagues where you uh, you try to get the worst scores. <laughs> Yeah, was that is that uh isn't there a Tout Wars league or there used to be one that was like that like uh, uh, well this, it's a it's I, it used to be baseball prospectus hacking mass used okay. to used to run it whether they still do it or not I don't know I don't, maybe Tout did it one year as, as for fun I don't recall but they they have the Doubt Wars which is you know you Doubt Wars that's what you, I was thinking you, it, but that's not you you, still, you try to draft the best team by okay. shadow drafting what Tout Wars did um, but anyway. I got you. I got you. Uh, Vladimir Gutierrez of the Reds. He kind of finally had that home run game that I was expecting. Yeah. Because the first game I saw him pitch, it was in Wrigley, and he was just lucky to, to get out of there with a decent line because the ball was blowing in like crazy. Probably, you know, got away with two, maybe three homers that he should have given up that just stayed in the park. But then uh, the other day he did give up three. So he's given up, you know, five homers his last two outings. It's falling apart pretty quickly for Vladimir Gutierrez, and I, I think I may actually put him as like a, maybe a one, maybe you just cut him. I think I'll go one, but it's it's iffy. Yeah, I get him in the zero range. Um, you know, I live at one thirty four. I definitely have him zero. I mean, Milwaukee's been on fire. Yeah, the Royals they don't hit a lot of homers, but uh, on the road, I'm not. You know, both of them. 
well, the first one, Kansas City gets the DH, uh, which mean you know Soler, Santana, something like that. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, the shine is worn off if it ever was there in the first place. My guy Luis Castillo was humming along. I think he had didn't he have a no no through four, and then there was that delay, and then he gave up three runs when he came back. But he's been pitching a hell of a lot better lately. Uh, I had his I had his stats called. I because I had I, yes, he's been pitching. I mean yes, because he was pitching so poorly to begin with. But the only thing I wanted to point out, everybody, was he's not he's still not the old Luis Castillo. He's not striking out a batter in inning in this in this streak. He's he's walking four per nine in this streak. He's not giving up homers, but that's that's what you know. That's one of the things Castillo does. So he hasn't given up more than three runs in the past seven starts. Two point three oh ERA, one point oh nine WHIP. That's great. Uh, you know, I know we like strike percent, but I'm go I'll go K per nine just for now. 8.6 K9. Yeah, it's good, but it's not second round Louis Castillo. That's all I'm trying to say is don't say he's back. He's much better. Yeah, the one home run allowed in that stretch that you're referring to is last 43 innings. That's really encouraging to see. But yeah, the watch yeah. is still up there. Changeup isn't hasn't really fully recaptured its dominance, but well, I, mean, uh, I still think, you know, I, I imagine you were on the site, you know, doing the box score, you know, uh Click two dates, see what yeah. they're doing over time, which is a great feature at Rotowire. Oh, I love it. I, I, I mean, learned it by accident. The thing, yeah. I mean, he, he's been consistent, right? The last five starts, seven, 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 six, six strikeouts. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's very – I mean, if it, if we weren't comparing him to the second-round Louis Castillo, we'd be all – you know, we'd be loving this guy. Hmm. But I, that's all I'm trying to say is uh, we're not getting the 10-11 strikeout domination that we would see at times in, in previous seasons. So it sounds like you're not going to put him in that five range, but a four uh, for you? I'll go with a four. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Me too. At Kansas City, at Milwaukee, I'll go four as well. Now the Cleveland Spiders, maybe they'll be in time. Who knows what they'll be. The Cleveland Ball Club. Um, Cal Quantrill, Logan Allen, they, they've been really hurt by injuries, of course, and uh, in that rotation. And frankly – I mean, I, I kind of had some hopes for Quantrill, and I think he's pitching better. But um, he had a no decisions last time out, only three and a third, and just probably not stretched out enough. Although he did go five a couple weeks ago, um, he has to be pretty darn efficient to get get to five. Uh, I know people on the YouTube are seeing my, you know, sojourn look. Yeah, I replaced Matt Shoemaker with Paul with Carl Quantrill, and it hasn't worked out. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh. man. I I, 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 I like Quantrill a lot coming into the season. Yeah, um, I've got him in the in his in the zero range. I could be talked into a one, but that's as high as I'll go <sighs> with Quantrill. I think there's still hope for down the line at Tampa versus KC are a couple of good matchups. <laughs> uh, well, not fantastic, but they're not terrible matchups. And the other one was the other Cleveland starter was who? Logan Allen. Ah, no, yeah, right. Um, yeah, five three eighty ERA. It's been rough yeah. for him. another another one where you know a, a small amount of pedigree, but right. I mean, they're just they're both zeros. And actually, these are the kind of guy. These are the ones that are these are these are bench and ale only type of perform double stuff, which you hardly ever do, right? But these yeah. are these are these are sit and ale only because they could. Tank your A, and you may not be able to get out of the hole. I'm with you on Allen, but I think Quantrill I may start an AL only. And I think I have him in a few draft and holds where I just may have to, out of desperation, just without lack of any other healthy arms, have to start him. So I'm going to give Quantrill one, Allen zero. Okay. But I got you down on okay. Quantrill okay. A, a zero. John Gray at Arizona at San Diego. Arizona is just so bad. Uh, John Gray on the road. You know, it's kind of I mean, tempting. I, I was I'm laughing because he's crushing it at home. Oh, is he? I didn't, well, he was early. You know what? He might not be doing it as as well. Early in the season, he was crushing it at home. Hmm. No, I like these matchups. Um, I got him in the, th the three uh, high. You know, almost a four, but it's in the three range. I'll give him a three, um, but it's close to a four. 
Yeah, I think that's a three for me as well. He did have one little hiccup at home against Oakland, but yeah, he's otherwise been pretty darn good at home. Yeah. Uh, he's also he had an eight, uh, not an eight inning, but uh, a uh, five inning, 10K shutout at Milwaukee on June 25th. So John Gray's been pitching pretty well, and I, I think I'll give him a three and maybe a top priority for this week if he's out there. Um, and then the other Rockies pitcher, let me see who that was, if there was a second one. Sorry, I tabbed away. Nope, just just John Gray. Then for the White Sox, Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease uh, scares me still, given the command, but at Minnesota, at Baltimore, pretty nice. I think I'm going to probably give him a th- – I think I'm going to give him a three as well, put him on that Davies, yep. uh, John, John Gray uh, level. I give him a three, and I, you kind of said you kind of said it. He's inconsistent. I mean, yeah. he's – you talk about – I mean, any guy can do this. He's just as easy to go seven innings with seven strikeouts as he is to go seven outs and seven runs, you know. I think at this point, I think it teeters more towards the former than the latter, but he's still inconsistent. That's true. Yeah, by the way, next week we'll have to figure out something to do because no – there's obviously the, the break uh, the following week, so – well, there won't be any two-star pitchers for anybody. We'll we can we can sing and dance. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> for the Detroit Tigers, Jose Urania, Willie Peralta. Uh, I didn't really realize Willie was still hanging around as a starter. Well, he, he he has no idea you're still doing this podcast. I've I've heard that he's kind of out of the mix. Um, yeah, I guess he's been down at Louisville. Has he yeah. even? Oh yeah, he's pitched a little bit. Uh, he actually went five innings scoreless. Uh, at least yeah, I expected, yeah, expected him to be more of a opener, and he went five innings. Yeah, so I'm going to probably, even though at Texas is the first one, then at Minnesota, I think I'm, I got to go zeros for both these guys. Even though Ex- I can exactly. maybe see picking up Peralta if you're absolutely desperate. Nah, I can't. <laughs> no, okay. I'm going zeros on both. <laughs> okay, I got you down. Uh, next up, two-star pitchers. Let's see here. Uh, Luis Garcia of Houston. I would. I think I agree with you that Houston is the best team in baseball. And uh, Luis has been fantastic filling in that rotation. Did have a little bit of a hiccup recently. Well, Baltimore for, uh, owns them. Yeah, home against Baltimore. <laughs> That's just weird. But I think he's probably a four. Yeah, I am a high, a high four. But, yeah, I am in a high four. Absolutely. And it's you probably see that, just because. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say. I mean, he's not a six and a third type of guy. If he if he was, he may be a five, but he's still you know five. And when you get in trouble, he's out of there. But anyway, he, uh, you you were saying. Well, I was going to say the uh, second start of the week for Garcia's versus New York Yankees. I'm wondering, just given where that team is, when you see that NYY on the schedule, does that strike any fear in you anymore? Because they're just barely above 500. They're just not. And I think I saw their playoff odds are now down to like under 5% on baseball. It, it, you still, yeah, I mean, you still have to be wary, but you're not avoiding yeah. it. And yeah. even at home, I, it's 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 something that you look at the names and there's, you know, because I did one of the great things about doing playing time updates this week is we're halfway through the season. So you can eyeball. It's easy to like. All right. So Stanton's had you know three hundred at bats. You know, did he get? You know, it's like halfway. It's easy to try to, to gauge if you're accurate or not. And you know, they're looking at the judges and the the guys that get hurt. Um, they they've been playing lately, and they're just not produ- judges producing. But the team just isn't. But you're still scared, right? I mean, because they can go nuts. They're just not doing it. And that's, you know, to be honest, that was what Milwaukee was doing for a while. Um, and now they're catching, you know, now they're catching up. The Yankees are going to make somebody pay. One of these weeks we're going to say, I'm not scared of the Yankees. And the next the next Friday we're going to go, I don't want to start this guy against the Yankees. Exactly. Not, I was thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking yet. that. Like, yeah. I was just thinking, like, the Yankees – like you said, just not a matchup I'm going to be avoiding for the time being. But then, yeah, watch him go out and be the hottest team in baseball this next week. They very well could. They and could. But DJ LeMayhew just – it seems like he's kind of the engine 
I said that weird, but engine that keeps things running, and he just hasn't been hitting like he usually does. Yeah, right, right. Uh, taking advantage of uh, Yankee Stadium with the going the opposite way. Um, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a Glaber Torres fan. As I mean, as far as not so much baseball, I just I, I think he's been uh, one of the huge beneficiaries of the night of the 2019 Jumpy Ball, mm-hmm. and and, and, and he hasn't been able to reach anywhere close to that level. Sanchez, Gary Sanchez is is turning it back on again. It's 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 kind of um, it's nice to see, just because he wasn't that bad. You know, he couldn't have been that bad. But he's he, but um, they just traded the Yankees did for Tim Lacastro. Yeah, I saw that. Um, a little we'll speed him. in the outfield. Yeah, we'll see how much he plays. Well, I think the Yan- I think the Yankees were uh, they noticed they were deficient on hit by pitches. So they went. Out, they went out and got LaCastro. Yeah, LaCastro's a magnet for those. It's pretty oh. weird. Um, yeah, I just I know Hal Steinbrenner has been, you know, talking about how he's disappointed, and Aaron Boone seems to be maybe on thin ice. And yeah, I wish I'd really, really wish I'd listened to you on Glaber because you were uh, you were sounding the the alarms, and I I didn't listen. Wish well, if you listen to everybody. I talk about you still wouldn't be doing well. So, but um, yeah, the pitching too. Uh, the, the Yankees pitching isn't quite where, I mean, Severino, Luis Severino could give him a little bit of a shot in the arm coming up, but some of their young, they're not using David Garcia. It's it, 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 it's just, they're just a step down and it's a year where, well, I mean, Boston's doing better. Tampa's doing decent things, but no one's running away. All well, Red Sox now are starting, you know, but they're going to get cold again because that's what baseball is, you know, and then uh, they just happen to run into Kansas City this week and help them out. Actually, Sox-Yankees this weekend. So if uh, weather permitting, he looks outside while it's raining and see what happens there. I'm looking right now at a picture of Cody Bellinger at the White House. That guy is just <laughs> 80 grade cool factor right now. But, uh, next up, two star pitchers. We'll continue on. Mike Miner, Chris Bubich. I was heavily invested in this Royals rotation, but in the totally wrong guys. <laughs> uh, Singer and Bubich and Keller. It's been pretty ugly for those guys. But Miner, I could definitely see rolling him out versus Cincinnati at Cleveland. Pretty nice. Uh, Bubich, I got to just take off. My list for now. I'm going to have him a zero, but minor. I think I might give a three. I have minor in the three range. Um, I too interested in a lot of the Royals, including minor. But Brad Keller, ah oh, man, and I, I, I have to think. You know, it's a little early to do self evaluation for next year. Blah 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 blah. I always have pitchers that I like. Brad Keller was among them. So part of me says, all right, y- you can like him. But there's a chance he's not very good. Don't you know, draft him, but you don't have to start him the first couple of weeks. See what happens. But then the other part of me says, "Well, what if he is good? You miss those good starts." So it's something I have to think about because that's that's how I draft. I don't draft top pitchers. I try to make it up at the end. So now I just have to decide whether it's smart to be conservative for a few weeks or you trust him, use him. But that's something to talk about in the off season. I have to make a tough call on Brady Singer, probably. I probably should have dropped him a while ago, but I've just been stubbornly holding him on some benches, and I'm yeah. not going to start him at home against the Reds. I may have to just finally move on. Nobody for the Angels, although I do want to just mention Jose Suarez again because yeah, probably not a matchup you want to deploy him in there versus Boston, but he's been pitching well and uh, picked up in the stake league, maybe worth adding in your league. For the Dodgers, Walker Bueller, Tony Gonsolin. I imagine Bueller. I imagine these guys both are fives, right? Yeah, and we, you know, we'll uh, without dancing around the topic. Let's just say the Dodgers' rotation is subject to change more so than others. Very much um, so. Yeah. Having said that, you know, yeah, Bueller and the the kind of I, I'm not so sure I'm going five with Gonsolin. Um, well, I'm not going five with Gonsolin just because I, you know, I can't put him in for six or seven innings and and write it down and walk away. Uh, Bueller, I'm impressed because he doesn't seem to be all that much affected by the uh, the umpire checking and this and that because he was a high spin guy and he still seems to be getting it done. Mentioned that about uh, Corbin Burns earlier. Gons, actually, you know what? I've got Gonsolin in the one in the five range. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I guess it's the matchups. 
I mean, the matchups are so juicy. Yeah, right? I, I, I will, I will, yes, I will, I will, I will uh, agree with you. The matchups are so juicy uh, at Miami versus Arizona. You know, I'm not. All right, listen, I'm not comparing them to the Yankees lineup when you when you eyeball it, but I eyeball that Arizona lineup and I say it should be better, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's just not. And they may be down Eduardo Escobar pretty soon, right? Yeah, but they're getting well, Cole Calhoun. Cole Calhoun back. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe he'll get moved too. Kittle Marte is uh, is is hurt again, but yeah, I just I, I it's just one of, I think it should be better. It's interesting that they moved the Castro. Um, not that he's not a building block, but I suppose when you got Rojas, you know they they can easily make up for the playing time. But it was just it was kind of a, of all the players to deal, I didn't think he'd be the one. But anyway, now. Um... Trevor Rogers of the Miami Marlins. He's going to be opposite Bueller, who we just talked about in that first start, but he's he's worked his way into that pretty much every week five territory. Uh, whether he gets a four or five, I think it's irrelevant. Yeah, I have him very low four, low five. Low five. Um, okay. Yeah, so rank sixteenth. So that's a low five. What about Jordan Holloway? Any reason to think about him? The whip no. is dangerously high. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I'll give him a zero. And uh, I'll mark that down. Again, we'll have these publicly available. I will throw them into your sheet here after the show and, and do that moving forward. Jordan Holloway, zero. Okay, so next up, two-star pitchers for the week of July 5th. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, he's got to be a five. I mean, i, I got to take the L on him. I thought James was a little too high having him in the early second round, and I was dead wrong. He's been fantastic. Well, James is wrong too. He's a first rounder. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, yeah. I, I have number two next to Degrom overall this week. Bueller being third. Yeah, I, I definitely see it. What about for Minneapolis though? Uh, Bailey Ober. I guess it's not Minneapolis, Minnesota. But um, yeah, you go, you you go, you visit once, and now it's <laughs> Minneapolis. Oh yeah. No, I was uh, I was actually in Apple Valley, which is very nice. Close. But um, Bailey Ober, Jose Barrios. I think Barrios. I mean, versus Detroit versus the White Sox, Barrios probably have four. Bailey Ober, I'm going to probably have to give a zero though. I'm still a five with Barrios. Um, is zero for Ober. Okay, you still still five on Barrios. Huh? Okay, I want to go four, but I no, got it's it's he's still very 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 good. And he's consistently very, very, very good. Uh, are we getting that? Even next if he's level? not, yeah, I don't think we're getting. I mean, level. Not, you know, if he if his ERA is a you know three point seven, that's not t- you know it's below. It's better than average. He gives you the innings, and it's you can rely on it. You know, it's it's not going to do one of those eight innings, twelve strikeout, one run efforts probably. But I think there's something to be said for the consistency. It, it, for for a while, it, it looked like we were going to get that next level. Then it came back again. So maybe mm-hmm. one of these years we will, and then he'll go for way more than he should the next year in a draft, and he he'll fall back again. But um, yeah, he's he's a five. I mean, I, the White Sox. I don't love the matchup, but Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go five. Nice. Then Jacob Degrom, obvious five. He kind of sets the bar every week. Um, so but Corey Oswald, I have to give a zero. Uh, I know he got a win in his debut, but not going five plus, and no real reason for me to consider him. Yeah, did you see the? I think it was uh, DraftKings put out a tweet. Um, you face Degrom for a hundred pitchers. The over oh, yeah. point five. How many do you, you know? Do you how many do you make contact with? And, yeah, how know, many do you make contact with? And anybody who said more oh, than. Zero is just lying. So. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I, I I think I said what what if what if in in the process of you know running away because I'm afraid to get hit, I I let go of the bat and the ball happens to hit the bat. Does that count? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I played high school. I played college ball. I could, I you know, like, oh good lord, folks. I love I love Stroman's response to that. Like y'all yeah. are just a bunch of clowns. Yeah, which is true because I mean, go to a batting cage, take some hacks, and think. Then imagine what it'd be like to hit ninety-five to a hundred. Like I get news media. You know, you could put Jenny Finch in there, and uh, these guys wouldn't get a hit. If she remember that when she the tour she did when she was 
striking out major yeah, leaguers. Right. Oh, that was wild. Anyway, just um, insane that people actually think they. Can ah, it was make funny. Games. I mean, you know what? Based, you know, yes, it's insane, but it was it was kind of a entertaining read just to get away from some of the other Twitter information the past couple of days. But yeah, Corey Oswald um, is a zero for me. Yeah, just know that I judge you if you think you can actually hit against uh, a big pitcher. I, I smirk from, from my couch at home. Uh, Jamison Tyone, what do you think of him? At Seattle, at Houston, I haven't been a Tyone guy, but for some reason he was dropped. I may look at picking him up. I, I doubt he's really been dropped many places, but I'll give him a three. Yep, three. Yeah, he's not very exciting, but not bad either. Uh, Chris Bassett has been – Pretty awesome all year. At Houston, at Texas. I love that second one. Uh, nine wins already for, for Chris Bassett. And, uh, yeah, I guess he's a fi- he's earned that five range, I think, now. Yep. I got him sixth overall, one step above Barrios. So, yeah, he's easily a five. And, of course, I just want to mention again those rankings Todd are referring to, his weekly pitcher rankings. Check those out at the site, rotowire.com slash try for a free 10-day trial. Back to the two-star pitchers. We're getting near the end of the list here. Aaron Nola, Matt Moore. Nola's been pretty disappointing, but I think at Cubs, at Boston, I think I'm still going to keep him in the five range, but pretty iffy, and Moore is a zero for me. Yeah, well, I get Nola at 20, so he's, you know, the, the last ranked number five. Just as you go, ah, and then, you know, he came through with like a 10-strikeout game. Didn't he strike yeah. out his first nine batters? So, you know, not yeah. That it's it's just the consistency. The he's a lot like Barrios in that he's just very, 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 very good and doesn't take that next elite step. I think he's a little better than Barrios, just kind of similar. But at Boston, at Chicago, well, reversing. You don't love the matchups on the road, but yeah, he's going to be a low end five for me. And you mentioned more, no, no less, less. Looks like, uh, <laughs> looks like Nola's fastball velocity holding steady. I don't really know what's wrong with him. I, yeah, I guess the swing usually, strike rates down a little bit. Yeah, it's usually command and control, right? Yeah. I mean, he he he's a location sort of guy, and when it's off by a little bit, he can get hit. I know people early on were taking some laps, like. Oh, imagine if you'd taken Luis Castillo over Aaron Nola. But now I'm thinking, you know, rest away, it might be kind of close for me. Yeah. Nola versus Castillo. I could see it being. As it should be. Like, you know, as yeah. it should be. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. Nola's been better than that 4 4 4 ERA, but um, still, like you said, inconsistent and just not quite himself. Uh, Chase DeYoung. Don't know much about him, but I don't see any reason to consider him here. I guess he's, you know, he's been in the majors here, there. Oh yeah, uh, part, parts of, so. yeah, parts of five seasons. Yeah, it's just not somebody I've ever really looked at for fantasy. Yeah, nothing, nothing to see. Yeah, I mean, you, oh, yeah, but real quick, you mentioned Nola's four four four. His estimators are about a run lower. Yeah, so he, I mean, he should be quite a bit better. Yeah, Moving it's a forward. three, yeah, three thirty one BABIP and a, a slightly high home run rate. But anyway, um, yeah, Dijon, nothing, nothing to see here. So Joe Musgrove, probably a five, right? I mean, he's got a losing yeah. record, but he's been overall very good. What about Ryan Weathers? Uh, very good as well, but do you think he's stretched out enough to uh, to be a quality start in fantasy this week? Can't guarantee it. That which, so yeah. it's gonna it's gonna hurt the ranking, or it does it does it does hurt the ranking. Um, where did I actually have him? Uh, because by by the second start, he could. You know he could sneak in. It's at it's versus Colorado. You like that? I've got him in the uh, two range. Okay. So I'll, I think I think that's fair. I'm down as a three, but I got you as a two. I, I like what I've seen from the kid, but yeah, he I think he went four in his return. So he was yeah. down in the minors for a little bit. Came back July first. Yeah. If I that Washington start, if I if I I may have him projected for four innings, which which crushes the. Um, Win potential. Uh, if I bring it to five, I'm gonna. I need to do a little bit of research. If I bring it to five, he probably moves up to the three range. I'm actually gonna lower to a two as well, just because he had four walks in those four innings, and he just he needs to be more efficient. Yeah. Coming back, I, yeah, know, I do. I do prevention. He's been yeah, great. I do have him for four innings, so 
I, I, I will I will do the research, but if I leave it at four ratings, he stays in the two range. Very nice. Well, as we continue on here, two-star pitchers for next week. Uh, Justice Sheffield, going to have a little bit of a revenge game against the Yankees then versus the Angels. I feel like Sheffield uh, it just has not been even close to what I, I was hoping for. Not that I had like high hopes, but I thought he'd be decent. He really – you know, he hasn't gone. He hasn't gone five. He's gone five only once in his last four starts. He's got a seven spot in there. It's just hard to trust this guy. So I'm going to go one just because of maybe draft and hold NL only or AL only, but hard to even justify one. Quite frankly, well, I have at 99 or 98, which is exactly you know almost zero, but the last one of the last remaining ones. Yeah, he, um, you know, for years. Talent, uh, you know, talent coordinators, et cetera, scouts figured he'd be a, he could always convert to relief, but Seattle stubbornly wants him to be a starter. Was that seven against Colorado? Because that's what I'm remembering was, you know, my old use every lefty on the road against Colorado is always a good bet. It, it, he didn't even get by Colorado. Colorado got mm-hmm. to him. So if the Rockies hit a lefty, uh, you know, in, 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 I was going to say Safeco. Um, in uh, T-Mobile Park, it's not a good year, but yeah, the Rockies got to him for three over four and a third at home. Okay, that, so the that was Twins yeah. got to him for seven. Right, so even though but when you, know, you expect him to do well, yeah, we're spending far too long on someone who's barely a one. <laughs> Kevin Gossman's a five, and that's just man, he's probably headed for like a hundred million plus dollar payday. Uh, after being non-tendered after the 2019 season, so good on yep. San Fran and good on him. Uh, you know, turn yep. his career yep. back around. Fourth overall for me this week. Yep. Nice. What about Kwang Hyun Kim at San Francisco at the Cubs? Um, I may give him a two. He's been pretty good, but the K's the lack of K's just hold him back. Uh, I'm going to go with a three, and it is the early on. It looked like he was going to turn it on with the K's. And then they fell back, mm-hmm. but he—I think he had one of the. There've been a lot of afternoon games this week. I think he had one of the, the afternoon games where it may have been one of the only games on. I was impressed, and I know you know one out, one outing, blah 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 blah. But he was he was he was uh, he got the job done. So I'm going to go with a three, and I'm back on the. Maybe he picks up the strikeouts. Uh, yeah, if he does that. Game. If he does that, that'd, that'd be a game changer. Yeah, in the I'm meantime, looking at who, I'm who, who, who he faced, and actually, he got a double. He hit, he hit a double in that game. Uh, it was, was kind of um, help help with himself out. I forget. Uh, I'll check who it was against. Uh, Arizona struck out five in five innings. Uh, did kind of it kind of gave it up at the end. Walked three, but I, I did like what I saw. I saw that game. I have Michael Walker of the Rays as a zero myself, but I do just want to mention, it looks like we have Luis Patino in there for Wednesday against Cleveland at home. And so that makes you know sense why James went ahead and picked him up. I think that's tentative, and I don't know that the Rays have confirmed. Oh, he's actually starting tonight, Patino. I missed yeah. him. So. Um, so I'm going to see how many innings he goes tonight. And yeah. right now I'm going to go to well, – you know, right now I'm going well, to go to not a Patino's not a two start starter. I just okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Okay, uh, Waka Waka was the two star guy. Sorry, zero for Waka. Oh man, I I want to I want to say non zero because he does have the talent to be able to surprise, but he's at one oh five, which makes him a zero, mm-hmm. but really close to a uh, to a one. So I'll give him a one just because. All right. Yeah, I could actually see that. I'll, I'll just stick to zero. Uh, I don't like those. I, I think you're. I think you're. You're probably better in your uh, analysis, sticking to zero. But anyway, well, we'll see. Uh, Colby Allard, kind of interesting versus Detroit versus Oakland. You looking to add Colby Allard this week? Yeah, is this a trap? Right, where you look at the match. Feels like maybe you, you get interested. No, I, I have him in the two range. So I guess two he is three. an ad. I guess he is an ad. I think that's definitely fair. Steven Matz, if he was dropped at Baltimore, at Tampa Bay. Mm. Tampa Bay, a good pitching park. Baltimore, not a very good offense, but a good hitter's park. I might go one on Matz. Yep, one. 
That's about all I can do. Yeah. And then finally, we got John Lester and Patrick Corbin. Uh, Lester, I picked up in an NL only and started him. Oh, sorry. Uh, timing on that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, because he gave up five against Tim Bay. And then I don't think I started him. Actually, I do think I started him at Miami. So it's been a brutal run for him lately. Ugh, my goodness. Uh, John Lester, I guess he's probably worked his way down to a zero, honestly. Yep. Yep, because Even, San Francisco is not a walkover anymore. Yeah, good pitching parks, but offenses that can do damage. Corbin, you good given? I think I'll give Corbin like a oh, two. Gosh, um, he's my pitch equivalent of Starling Castro. Um, I, 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 I'm sorry, of Gleyber uh, Torres. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I have him in the three range, but that just feels high. Um, I, yeah, I have him a two, but you think in three? Uh, that's where he's he's ranked exactly in the middle, but that just that just feels high. Um, I'm going to go two. I, I probably have him for too many innings. All right. Well, uh, before we recap these, I just want to say that somebody in the chat mentioned that uh, Cole Calhoun had a setback. So we, you said earlier that no, yeah. So Cole there Calhoun, goes my, there goes my Friday. This is just a note that was up on the site, uh, 4:05 a.m. <laughs> uh, that's Pacific times, but. Our, our beat writer, John Clemeno, he's just grinding. He's fantastic with what he does. He was, so he was up early scouring for news. And, yeah, Cole Calhoun had a setback, pulled off his rehab sign. So I just wanted to mention that. Thank you to a Star Platinum for mentioning that in the chat. And the other, so, yeah, I have Reddick in a couple of teams. So if it keeps Reddick – well, I don't know if I want to keep Reddick in my lineup anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, by the way, Corbin, did you have two or – or a three for Corbin, or what did you have for Corbin? I forgot. I'm going to two. I, I have him at a three, but I'm going to give him a two. Okay, that's what I had too. All right, so we will recap the two-star pitcher grades for the week of July 5th, 2021, the week before the All-Star break. Riley Smith, zero. Max Freed, five. Matt Harvey, zero. Martin Perez, I say two, Todd, one. Zach Davies, I say three, Todd, two. Jake Arrieta, zero. Vladimir Gutierrez, I say one. Todd, zero. Luis Castillo, four. Cal Quantrill, I say one. Todd, zero. Logan Allen, zero. John Gray, three. Dylan Cease, three. Jose Urania, zero. Willie Peralta, zero. Luis Garcia of Houston, four. Mike Miner, three. Chris Bubich, zero. Walker Bueller, five. Tony Gonsolin, five. Trevor Rogers, five. Jordan Holloway, zero. Brandon Woodruff, five. Bailey Ober, zero. Jose Barrios, I say four. Todd, five. Jacob deGrom, five. Corey Oswalt, zero. Jamison Tyone, three. Chris Bassett, five. Aaron Nola, five. Matt Moore, zero. Chase DeYoung, zero. Joe Musgrove, five. Ryan Weathers, two. Justice Sheffield, one. Kevin Gossman, five. Kwong Hyun Kim, I say two. Todd, three, with some hope of increased Ks. Michael Waka, I say zero. Todd, one. Colby Allard, two. Stephen Matz, one. John Lester, zero. Patrick Corbin, two. Todd, I look forward to talking with you tomorrow on MLB Network Radio. The show tomorrow, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Hope you can join us or check it out on the SXM app on demand. Uh, but anything else you want to mention today, Todd, before we sign off? Did you get the email yesterday? Uh, which one? From Baseball HQ. Oh, yeah, that's right. First pitch form, folks. First pitch is back. It's back. Early sign up, save some money. Uh, you know, the, we, we don't get anything for it. We're just our friends. But the uh, it's it's what, the uh, 14th and 17th, something like that in October. Um, so in, We still don't oh, know about the fall league, though, do we? I mean, right. I it, it sounds like it'll be on. We'll oh, find nice. out. The. Um, the hotel's in Mesa this year, a stone's throw from Sloan Park. So if you haven't gone, go. Oh. If you have gone, you're probably already blowing us off to sign up. So it's all good. Yeah, first pitch is a blast. And if you haven't been before, you have to check it out. And hopefully we have uh, Fall League games. I know the Fall League is, was canceled last year and still kind of up in the air. But hopefully we can see some of the top prospects yeah. in action because that's always a fun little – side you know sidebar there uh, seeing youngsters play but just the camaraderie and the the uh, presentations at first pitch definitely worth it even if uh, 
we don't get to see as many prospects this time around. Yep. Anyway. But thank you, Todd. Appreciate everything. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be back next week. We won't be having any two-star starters group to grade, but we'll be back Friday on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Try Rotowire today, free for 10 days. Get our premium tools, rankings, analysis, and breaking news alerts. No credit card required. Go to rotowire.com forward slash try.